Hello and welcome to another episode of Viper Rambles, starting with the topic, is Aiden Ross actually this dumb or is he just faking it for views? So this next part is like three minutes of clips from Destiny debasing Aiden Ross on Andrew Tate and I guess other topics as well. And the reason why it's so interesting to me is because it's an interesting conversation about how much Aiden Ross is just a moron versus pretending to be a moron, I don't know, for attention. I'm leaning towards the side of him generally being a moron, but because he's a moron, it is hard to tell when he is just being himself versus having a joke. You don't know if he's actually delusional or he's faking. Yes, that's the problem. When it comes to a person who's witty and generally intelligent, you can tell when they're joking. Like a, There's a little bit of a wink there to say, hey, th I'm not being serious here. But for a dumb person, they don't have that subtlety. So they can be making a joke, but you can't tell because they just sound as stupid as they normally do. So we're going to take a look at these. They've been making the rounds. Yeah. What's See, bro, so why do people like you? You seem pretty normal to me. You're having a normal conversation. Oh, what's your opinion on Andrew Tate? Rapist. <laughs> bro. You had, you had me, bro. I really, really liked you until you said that, bro. Why the fuck did you just say that, bro? You were so cool to me. You fucking, everything you were saying, I agreed with. And he just had to fucking say Why He's not? not a rapist, bro. He is not a fucking rapist, bro. He is not a rapist. Why would he need to rape anyone? He's hot. He has money. He's ripped. He has fucking clout. He has power. Why the fuck would he need to rape anyone, bro? I mean, like, we, we've just had high-profile people like uh, Harvey Weinstein and uh, America's dad, uh, the what's his name? Um, Bill Cosby. You just think like rich and powerful people don't rape people or something? That's just, that's just nonsense. And Kevin Spacey as well. We have so many high-profile examples of rich, rich and powerful people abusing their power to either manipulate others into sleeping with them or just directly raping them or what have you. Like a, or not that there's much of a distinction there, but you know what I'm saying? Like, silly. I mean, do you think that hot people that are ripped with money and power don't ever rape people or traffic people? Okay, I'll explain to you what he did. He basically did OnlyFans before OnlyFans. Okay. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, I think so, what he did was, I think what he did is he got women to fall in love with him, then he flew them out to Romania, and then he had yeah. them work like 15-hour shifts, and then he stole money from them while he had them work in the um, basement of his they got place. They got a percentage, though, and he put them on, so yeah, that's but he, like... li he lied about the percentage he gave them, right? Like he's on video talking about he how he would scam them with their taxes to steal money from them. Like, I mean, he's a businessman. He's you a businessman. I mean, listen, it wasn't the best. Well, I mean, most... you can say that's a bit. I agree, it is a business. I don't. I don't disagree. He's a businessman. He's a good businessman. But the business that he ran was sex trafficking, right? <laughs> Look, this attitude that Aiden is showing here. This is how a lot of people think. I'm sure a lot of people who watch Aiden Ross feel this exact same way. Get your bag. It doesn't matter what happens to other people, how it could harm others, uh, who you have to cheat and steal from, as long as it's not the person themselves, obviously, because you want to be, you know, you don't steal from the big G, you, but anyone else, fuck them, everyone's fair game. I mean, how do you feel about OnlyFans? Uh, I think it's pretty good. Okay, he was basically doing OnlyFans, signing like, basically, like these OnlyFans agencies before OnlyFans, you know Yeah, what but OnlyFans doesn't and traffic only... women. I don't, do you know if OnlyFans is trafficking women? Well, what does trafficking women exactly mean? Because trafficking you know, women means that he was using methods of deception by telling women that he was in love with them and wanted to marry them. He was bringing them over to Romania, and then he was using another girlfriend, his bottom bitch, to deceive the women into eventually getting into sex work, where they thought that they were still in love with him, but in reality, he was just there to capitalize on their sexuality hey bro, and sell their. Welcome to the world, bro. 
and that's what people do. I, I've gotten played before. I've played girls before. It, it, you know, we all do that, bro. Yeah, I agree. So, welcome to the world and welcome to prison. I mean, that, that's why he's in jail yo! in Romania. Like, that's what you do. Yeah. Some people murder bro, people, they go to jail. Is, Some people rape people, they go to jail. You, Some people sex traffic and they go to jail. Like, that's welcome he, to the world. Yeah, of course. This, this, this attitude of like, oh, everyone does that, bro. Everyone does that. This is the attitude I run into with a lot of people who do despicable shit or treat other people unfairly or whatever. It's like, well, everyone does this. I'm just like everyone else. When that isn't always the case, right? But that's how people justify it to themselves. Like, if I, I'm, I'm just doing exactly what everyone else would do in my circumstances, which is not always the case. So, listening to that, you're like, he's probably serious here, right? Even though that stuff is really dumb, he did seem sincere. But when you listen to other clips... Um, do you believe in soul... Soulcalism? Socialism? I don't know what that means. S-O-C-A-L-I-S-M? Socialism? Oh, that is an I. Yeah. No, I'm not a good... No, I don't believe in that. Now, you may immediately think, like, no one's this dumb, right? But if you recall, XQC legitimately asked of me, is he a communism? Remember that? Our reactors, baby boy. I'm gonna react to this. Impressions, exposure, always 100% disturbed. What? What? Did you ask the apple if you want to be picked up? Yeah, you're like a sexual harasser. You're like you're like a you're like a sexual predator. What? How does that make sense? And just say, dude, 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 your analogy doesn't apply. This his analogy. Nope. Trickle down fucknomics. Whatever he said. What? What? Did, how did he go that? Reactnomics. Trickle. Trickle bound. What the fuck is that? What? The, wait, is he actually a com uh, a, uh, a communism? What the fuck? If the world is doomed, chat. That video legitimately needed subtitles because like 50% of people who watched the video couldn't understand a single word that XQC was saying. There just seems to be a certain degree of stupidity that is valued in the market, valued in live streaming. He's trolling and you took the bait. And I love this comic. Person wets themselves in public, heh, <laughs> rent free. This is what I think every single time that someone says like, hey, He's just intentionally making himself look like a massive fool for the clout, for the attention. I'm like, to what degree can people really do this? Like waking up in the morning being like, I convinced hundreds of thousands of people yesterday that I'm a fucking moron. I'm a genius. There's another one though. Like in this one, surely he has to be joking, right? So Destiny in this clip makes a joke. He's clearly sarcastic. And Aiden Ross appears to not understand that Destiny is joking. I see what you're doing here now. To be honest, if you ever said something like, I mean, it's different, bro. You're comparing Hitler to Tate? Come on. Well, I, it was an interest because I think there's a quote from Hitler saying OnlyFans is the second Holocaust. And he said that before he even did the first one. So I'm sure you'd agree with that at least, right? Wait, Hitler said OnlyFans is the Holocaust? The second Holocaust. How did Hitler know? How did Hitler know? What yeah, I know. That's like? crazy, huh? Just because what Hitler might have said a couple good things doesn't mean that Hitler's a good guy, right? Same thing with Aiden, or not Aiden, same thing with uh, Andrew Tate. I'm sure that Andrew Tate has said some good things. He has, a listener who says some good things. But overall, he's like a scam artist. I don't think he's a good guy. Okay, show me where he said something about Hitler said OnlyFans is going to be the second Holocaust. Please show me where he said that. It was in the second version of Mein Kampf, but I think that ISIS burned that down when they invaded Germany last. Fuck, there's a second Mein Kampf? Yeah, but he'd written it. There was only one version because he'd written it when he was in that fucking bunker before he killed himself. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, damn, that's crazy. So like, is he in on the joke here? It's so hard to believe that he is when he will confidently say in other situations, clearly dumb shit. He is a man who has a history of saying, saying and doing impressively dumb things. And so when he gets into a situation where he might legitimately just be in on the joke, you can't believe he's in on the joke. Is it a character or not? It's so hard. Exactly. Is it possible that this is all just a person trying to act very dumb for money? But like, does that even really work? But I mean, with the amount of impressively dumb people who are at the top of Twitch, maybe that's just the ticket. Maybe you do just need to be dumb. <laughs> I don't hang on a... Uh live stream fails and stuff anymore, so I don't get to see often these random clips. I'm not on Twitter that much either. I just found those clips to be very bizarre. It's the problem that because I know the handful of posts on live stream fails about me are false, it makes it very hard to take seriously the commentary that happens on live stream fails about other creators as well. I can't help but think in the back of my mind like, what is the context here that I'm missing? It can never be the case that a single clip can perfectly encapsulate any event. New possible release date for GTA 6. It feels weird to talk about this third hand, but TGG released a video where in it he talked about some commentary from Tez on the potential release date for GTA 6, which is apparently holiday 2024. Apparently it has been delayed multiple times and whatnot, and so who knows if it will actually meet that date, but I'm sure with the other GTA games, we at least got something from them, right? Within two years of release. That's not that long away. So that's less than two years. Which feels like eternity, but I know maybe they're just really uncertain as to whether they're going to get out in that time. And so maybe they don't want to show us anything. Anything more than we saw in the leaks. But yeah, two years of uh, continuing to milk GTA 5. I can do that. That's fine. Tez does say here, unfortunately, it could slip into early 2025 as well. So who knows? But I mean, if you were going to, like, just guess a time for it to release, you would guess 2022, 2025, so who knows how reliable this is. But regardless, I'm of course always interested in any speculation, at least educated speculation, <laughs> on when GTA 6 is going to release, because I'm quite interested in that happening. The need to accept looking like a fool as a content creator. So there's a dude called Lil Rez, who released a video titled, a fun fact about Tom Scott's thumbnails. And the basic premise of it is that his thumbnails, once upon a time, had different lines on them in different orientations to indicate what type of series it was. And he says, hey, isn't that interesting? And also that he's like, started to remove these from his videos. Like the new videos don't have these lines anymore because the thumbnails are a little bit more clickbaity than they used to be and whatnot. I was like, oh, I've been watching Tom Scott for years. I never noticed this. That was kind of cool. And then he released a video like two days ago where he's like, hey, yo, I didn't think my Tom Scott video was going to be that big. And it was kind of unnerving for me to have tens of thousands of people seeing me make this stupid little video with all these mistakes and stuff. And he has a hard time dealing with those feelings of like, oh, I'm looking like an idiot in front of so many people. And in this, he basically talks about how that he has to get over these feelings. And that's like part and parcel of being on the internet. You're going to make mistakes and people don't really care. And the, the feelings that he describes are feelings that every single content creator has, right? When he made this video and he's like, I can't believe I look like a stupid person in front of so many people. A part of me was like, 
What do you mean a lot of people? It's just like 50,000 views. Like, it eventually scales up. Like, if I made a video to like 500,000 people and look like an idiot, I'd be like, I can't believe I look dumb in front of 500,000 people. I, ca I can't believe it. But in front of 50,000 people, I'd be like, oh well. And who cares? This is, it's just a small ramble video, right? Because it's just over time, like threshold goes up. What you consider to be a significant amount of people goes up. I remember when I was a young person in like high school and stuff, one of the things that most limited me from doing anything with my life is worrying about looking like an idiot. I was so inhibited and I just hated the idea of people uh, seeing me, me at my worst and making mistakes and whatnot. And just, I realize now, especially watching this video, how much I've changed as a person in that regard. I still don't like to make a fool of myself, but this is like my job in that I will sometimes intentionally make myself look like a fool or sometimes I will look like a fool unintentionally and I just realize like, who cares? It's all just fun and games at the end of the day. What interested me about this though is additionally, I have done this as well in the past where I've made like just a tiny video that I thought wasn't gonna be a big deal and it ended up blowing up in ways that I didn't expect. Whether I'm, that video I talked about Mudahar getting that stuff wrong about the ad revenue with Twitch or that recent essay that I wrote, 14 pages, didn't think that would go anywhere, blew up and got seen by heaps of people. It's just surprising how on the internet we can do things that we consider to be like basically nothing, effectively meaningless, and they become like their own thing. Like every meme about me that has ever developed has just been like a casual thing that I thought maybe was kind of funny, but can still persist for years after that. It's so hard to predict what is gonna be popular, what is gonna blow up. Things can just take on a life of their own. I almost didn't talk about this, but this creator has another interest for me because I can't remember if I talked about it or not, but he is in my files about reaction content. And the reason for this is Atriok did a reaction video to this video, Shmovement in Video Games, in which Atriok was widely praised for doing this. So Atriok's reaction video, where he just sat on stream and watched the video, got 300,000 views. And this dude's video got 100,000 views. Now, people who like reaction content and think it actually matters in terms of boosting your creator would be like, no, 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 but the next video that this dude brings out is gonna blow up because of Atriok showing this creator to 300,000 people. And the next video this dude released got 5,000 views. It got about as many views as the previous videos that he made prior to these two videos that were really good and blew up naturally, right? And so, these accounts are accounts that I collect in my documentation to continue to show examples of people who gets get shown to a hundred like hundreds of thousands of people, but their next video doesn't do well. The conversion of reaction content to long-term growth and sustainability is zero or so close to zero that it's effectively meaningless. And so I just found it funny that paths crossing again, that I happen to see this video because I like Tom Scott. I happen to see this video because I watched this video about Tom Scott, and it happened to be the dude who was in my notes about reaction content. Like, small world. This random dude making content is uh, crossing my world in, in from multiple different angles for multiple different reasons. Isn't that funny? Has drama ruined my channel's success? Branching out to new games is sometimes better for the channel? I think I have a decent amount of variety on the channel already. The problem with my channel is not variety right now. GTA 5, obviously a much older game now. I've done all the low-hanging fruits. People have moved on to other games. There's a lot more competition. A greater proportion of the already existence player base for GTA 5 has seen my stuff and potentially gotten over it, right? Most people don't watch the same creator for years and years on end. 
my content can change, but I'm still roughly the same person. Like you might think that drama or whatever that I've been in in the past could have affected the channel, but there's no correlation with that at all. In the vast majority of cases, when drama between creators happen, the audience of each creator just defends their creator and they move on. It's not common that there's a really huge change in the status quo when two creators butt heads. So to the people who watched me, they knew me already, so they were willing to defend me. The people who didn't watch me, you didn't care and, and had no reason to defend me, but also no reason to watch me. So there's just no real loss there. I suppose the worst case, though, is that uh, potentially new people would have a negative association with me. But that it's just such a small amount of people in the grand scheme of things. It is always the dream of any creator to somewhat grow beyond what makes them popular in the first place. It's a very hard thing to achieve. And certainly I have not succeeded at it. Like, could you imagine if I did nothing but Viper Rambles? I'd be very unsuccessful. If I would want to move away from gaming as a whole and do essays and commentary videos, I could do that. But I'd probably end up falling into the trap of what a lot of commentary channels fall into, where they start talking about stuff that, you know, they don't care about or know about, but it's popular, so they have to talk about it, you know? That's their job. And I don't really like that idea. I have enjoyed that throughout my career, I've not needed to like grab for the popular thing or immediately get out a video to catch a trend. I just do the stuff that I want to do that I think is entertaining and I do it the best way I can. I feel like drama could potentially bring some people to your channel as long as you're not doing it on purpose. People who already follow you can just decide to watch other videos. It's important to remember that any drama, regardless of size, is just such a small drop in the ocean of how many people use these platforms. Like two million people may seem like just an extraordinary amount of people to you. Relative to the entire platform, it's just like so little. And most of those people who might learn of you through that drama were people who would have no interest in your content anyway and would never have run across you. So let's say 90% of the people in that 200 million end up hating you. It's like, that's, that's probably no loss for you. While algorithms with impressions are designed to target people who might have an interest in your content, drama is not targeted in such a way. I used a handful of examples in the React series in the first episode where I showed people getting like 50,000 followers and going from having 20 viewer averages to having 60 viewer averages. That's, that's a change, but it's just so tiny. The impact of drama will always be so, so tiny compared to the overwhelming deluge of, of exposure you get from the algorithm. Like when I direct people to some form of content, that content will probably get like a couple of hundred views. That's just relative to the platform is just nothing. It's still nice, but it's nothing. ChatGPT doesn't think I am a good GT5 speedrunner. If you ask ChatGPT about the best GT5 speedrunners, you are one out of four on the list, really. Who are the best GTA 5 speedrunners. Wow. It didn't even list me. I don't even know who this is. Is Dada from 2019? No, it's not. It's 2021 Dada. Was 2021 when LOL Reset was actually doing stuff? And he was never big anyway. I can understand Burhack being here if it's 2021 Dada. But no one else here can I understand. Ah, uh, I guess ban in 2021. Are not being here at all? What about Dark... Viper AU. <laughs> All strangers and freaks, what are you talking about? He's also collaborated with other GTA 5 guys. This is all false. I guess it's almost two years ago now, but I was more relevant speedrunning two years ago. 
It's September 21. But who the hell is DeSans? It doesn't come up with anything. I guess there's just more examples of chat GPT just confidently saying stuff that's false. So what, we'll just do it again and see if we get the same results. Illumina? They're not a GTA 5 runner. They've, they've won the other GTAs. And Hugo has never held a world record in GTA 5. That's crazy. Screw AI chat. Now, I'm sure it will get better over time and recognize my speedrunning greatness. Fixed it. <laughs> Who are the best GTA 5 speedrunners? Modest Pelican. There you go. <laughs> I made it infinitely smarter. Please ignore this uh, code on the side. Do all Australians eat kangaroo? How common is it to eat kangaroo? People eat kangaroo fairly regularly. And it's not like if you go to McDonald's, it's like you can eat kangaroo. Kangaroo is like a specialty meat where you'll find it in like really high class restaurants, but it mainly exists there for tourists. Like people want to be able to say, oh, I went to Australia and ate a kangaroo. There's no benefits to eating kangaroo over any other meats. It doesn't taste better. I remember at the time eating it, I think it would just taste like any normal meat. The difference is it'd be more expensive. I went to a specialist to check out my tinnitus. Went to go to see a specialist about my tinnitus. I was there for like 10 minutes. Looks at me, looks in my nose, looks in my throat, looks in my ears, and then he goes, nothing I can do. I'm like, ah. He's like, yeah, that'll be uh, $300. <laughs> and I am wearing a shirt, yes. I went outside into the public. I was seeing a specialist, so wear my uh, most fancy clothing. Has sleeves. I was panicking. I actually parked in a place that I wasn't meant to park. Like it was a parking spot specifically for a restaurant. But I'm like, I've only got 15 minutes. I got to get there on time. Oh no. And so I parked there anyway, because I thought I wouldn't be that long. And I ended up sitting for like maybe 25 minutes in the office before I was eventually seen. So I, like, I, as I wrote on Twitter, I arrive to appointments like 100% on time, every single time. I hate being late for things. I hate the stress of like, going, oh no, I'm not gonna make it, ah! So I give myself more than enough time to get there, especially when I'm going somewhere new. But without fail, every single time I arrive on time, I'm still sitting wherever I'm going for like 15 minutes to half an hour. Nowhere is ever on time. It's crazy. When I arrived there, there was no one in the office. I'm like, oh, you beaut, I'm gonna be able to see them immediately. No, I think I just keep people in the, the seats, keep them sitting there so they don't get used to being let into the office too early, right? They want everyone to realize you're gonna be sitting there and you can't complain because you always have to wait, so. Is my GT5 Chaos series too sickening for viewers? With the newest season of Chaos, I get a lot of comments from people saying that it makes them feel sick and stuff, especially because the map isn't flipped. Like if flipping the map was an option, even though I think it's more interesting when it isn't flipped for me, I would flip it, but it's not. It's too complicated apparently. 